Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. I just returned from a week in India, and I traveled there for my cousin's wedding. Traveling to another country and entering another culture is always rewarding and enriching. Even though it is my native land and home country, I always learn a lot every time I visit India. I would like to point out three ways that traveling to a foreign country is like entering into the season of Lent. That is, there are both foreign lands, in a sense, with unusual and unfamiliar customs and traditions. And when we spend time there, we come home better people because we have learned something new and we have grown and matured. The first commonality between a foreign land and our faith during Lent is that other, in other countries, people wear different clothes. Have you noticed this? In India, the typical dress for women is called a sari. And for men, it is a juba. Or in the south part of India, men wear a mund, which is kind of like an Irish kilt. Real men can wear munds and kilts. In the church, the priests and the deacons during the season of Lent wear different color vestments with the color purple. That color purple represents repentance and penance. You know, some of the saints, like St. Thomas More, even wore a hair shirt 
underneath his clothes to do additional penance. It reminds us, these different clothings, that we are not in a festive time, but in a time of conversion and deepening our faith. So we can live it, live it more seriously and soberly. Another unique aspect of a foreign land and our faith during Lent is when we hear and try to speak a foreign language. During my cousin's wedding, the entire mass was in the language called Malayalam. And I had to give the homily during that mass, which I did in Malayalam and in English. My Malayalam isn't that great. So now I know how you feel when you come and hear Spanish at mass. I felt like a foreigner. <laughs> but we also try to learn and speak a new language during Lent, namely the language of prayer and penance and helping the poor. This language, which is really the language of love, is exactly what Jesus tried to teach the apostles in the gospel when he talks about prayer and almsgiving and fasting. Most of us are unfamiliar with this new language because most of the time we are talking to one another instead of talking to God in prayer. Or we're making money for ourselves instead of giving that money to church or charity. And we eat what we enjoy, and we eat a lot of it, <laughs> instead of fasting. In other words, like Malayalam sounds strange in my ears and on my tongue when I try to speak it, so prayer and almsgiving and fasting sounds strange to us and definitely does not taste good on the tongue. But how cool it is to become fluent in a foreign language. And the saints were fluent in speaking this language of faith, prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. And a third similarity between a foreign land and our faith during Lent is wearing jewelry <laughs> or adornments. Now, I am definitely not someone who likes to wear jewelry. But one noticeable custom in India is that both men and women wear a mark on their forehead, like a small dot. You've probably seen that. That's why some people jokingly distinguish between Indians from India and Native Americans saying, dot, not feather. <laughs> in the past, that beauty mark of a dot on the forehead carried a religious significance. But today, it serves more as a beauty mark. In the church, we begin the season of Lent on Ash Wednesday with our own beauty mark. We place blessed ashes on our forehead because we are in a foreign land and learning new customs. Today, we all sort of look like Indians. Those blessed ashes on our foreheads are also a spiritual beauty mark. How so? Well, it may look ugly or silly to us, but to God, it is beautiful. It is a sign of humility. And humility is the most beautiful thing in the world, at least in the eyes of God. We humbly acknowledge that we are dust and ashes, and one day to dust we shall return.
Today, I would like to welcome you to this foreign land of our faith called Lent. Like the immigration official welcomed me to India a week ago, we may indeed feel like strangers in a strange land for the next 40 days, where people wear funny clothes, where we try to learn and speak a foreign tongue, and where we wear unusual jewelry. But we will spend the 40 days here in this foreign land of faith, and when we return to Easter Sunday to our own homes, we will have grown in our faith and become better Christians. Praise to be Jesus Christ.